John Tory is fighting mad. He's not going to take it anymore because now he's launching a petition. Watch out, the petition's coming. And he's going to demand that Premier Ford reverse cuts because that'll show him. And Tory held a press conference today with a brand new shiny plaque on his podium stating, standing up for Toronto. So all the stunts that he often will accuse the Premier of pulling, now he himself pulls. So look, this is without question a lot of politics. And the city has a $100 million hole to fill, yes, it came after municipalities had uh, pretty much put their budgets together. But all we now hear from the municipalities is what they can't do, how it's going to hurt everything, all the frontline services it's going to take. But it also tells us, I think, that they have not really looked. Their first reaction is, oh, let's raise taxes or let's, let's uh, just fight this thing and whine and complain. Well, sorry, but the writing has been on the wall for a while. There is no way in the province of Ontario... Anybody in politics at the municipal level wouldn't have understood the situation facing the province. And whether or not they believed Ford was going to run on Ontario, well, he made no secret of that. So it begs the question, why has everybody been caught off guard? Premier Ford joining me now. Good to have you. And without question, a lot of noise going on. And of course, um, the biggest news in the last few days is this announcement that you made on uh Tuesday that you'll pay for municipalities to have audits done, but the municipalities by and large say, yeah, we don't need that, Mr. Ford. We do those audits. And so we already know what we can't cut. Well, Alex, first of all, thanks for having me on. And, uh, you know, I was uh, at the largest municipality for four years, the vice chair of the budget, worked with Mike Delgran, the excellent chair of the budget, and we we found 10% savings. Uh, The budget of Toronto alone has gone up 40% in the last five years, which is astounding. And, uh, well, we're asking the city of Toronto to find 1%. And there's no family sitting at home right now, and, uh, you know, listening or tonight at the dinner table. Uh, they, they find more than 1% every single, every single year uh, on, on efficiencies. We're talking the government. So there's no one that's going to convince me that uh, the municipalities can't find a few percentage points. We give 92% of our money that we get from the province over to our partners, municipal partners, hospitals, and, and colleges and universities, and uh, we need their support. We want to work collaboratively uh, with them. Though so of the, the criticism that this was sprung upon them after the fact of their doing budgets, I mean, will you bend at all to saying, fine, we will not do the retroactive um, cut or efficiencies or whatever we want to call them, and will you give them the six months and say, we will put this in next year? No, we, we can't afford to. Uh, again, we were pretty clear on the fall economic statement and uh, to all the municipalities and the numerous meetings that we need their support. We have to find efficiencies. It can't go on the back of the, the province. We're, we inherited a $15 billion deficit, $347 billion debt, the largest sub-sovereign debt in the world that we're paying a million and a half dollars an hour on interest and $36 million a day on interest, not mentioning the uh, the principal. Um, so we, we need their support, considering they're getting the money. And as for uh, Toronto, we just gave them $28.5 billion for our transit system. And, and they're telling me they can't find 1% in a $13.5 billion bloated budget. Uh, well, I, I don't think they can sell anyone on that.
Well, you know, but the noise is, I mean, you see the polls coming out, whether or not they're slanted or done for special interest groups. The messaging does get out there that, you know, there's a lot of chaos with this government. And so I think a lot of people say, does, does this government have a messaging problem? Uh, because you'll, you'll do a news release, you'll put uh, program announcements out. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, when details start emerging, everyone seems to be caught off guard. Is there a messaging problem within this government or were the municipalities asleep at the switch? Well, I, I think they're asleep at the switch. They think uh, status quo, everything's hunky-dory, and it's not hunky-dory. They can continue spending, raising taxes. And I asked the people of Toronto uh, in particular, uh, have your services gone up 40%? Overwhelmingly, the answer is no. Uh, have your taxes gone down? No. They've continued to go up. And when the auditor from the city of Toronto uh, gives 228 recommendations to save taxpayers' money and and the mayor and the council totally ignore the auditor. We we have a bigger issue here in Toronto. Uh, you know, in 2013, uh, the mayor went on went on the radio station and said, under when Rob was there, uh, you could find 50 uh, million dollars with your eyes closed. He said he could go down there and find 50 million dollars with his eyes closed. And so, which mayor do we have? Do we have the the mayor that's a talk, host, uh, talk show host, or do we have a mayor that's the mayor now that still hasn't opened his eyes? Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be really concerned uh, about the way they're they're spending money. It's easy to spend, so they they gave us uh, the city two options. The mayor said, "Well, we can either raise taxes or make cuts." Uh, I'm offering a third solution. Third solution is, why don't you find efficiencies for once, just for once, go in there and find one percent. Uh, and okay. if you can't find it, we will form. The Martin government, I'm at the Paul Martin government uh, under Cartier, you know, they boasted about cleaning up the books and balancing budgets and that that's the even-keeled approach. But if you look at how they did that, the feds dumped a lot of it on the provinces, making it the problem of the provinces that then make it the problem of the municipality. And I think a lot of people are saying, are you doing the same now to the municipalities, just dumping stuff on them that the province can no longer afford? And how will they pay for that? Well, again, again, uh, Alex, we're asking for one percent in the municipal government. We found uh, the province alone found four percent. We're well on our way to finding eight uh, percent. We saved uh, three point two billion dollars. We found in efficiencies. And my question is, if we can do it, why can't any municipality do it? Why can't the largest municipality do it? Uh, it's not that they can't do it; they don't want to do it. And uh, I'm encouraging them to get out there and and start uh, wiping the dust off the books in there and and uh, find 1%. Uh, there's no one on this planet that would convince uh, myself or many others that there isn't 1% savings of the city of Toronto. The financial accountability officer coming out saying that there's billions in more uh, in savings that's going to have to be cut by your government if, in fact, it wants to balance the book and clean everything up by 2022. Uh, what do you say to that? I mean, the cuts that we are seeing now, I think people in theory thought it was going to be good. And now that it's happening, it's it's a different taste in their mouth. But, you know, if you're going to say there's $8 billion in savings and the financial accountability officer is saying, no, no, there's, there's billions missing here, where do those cuts then and, and how do you make up for that shortfall? Well, the, the financial accountability officer also uh, gave us kudos on, on a, a balanced uh, approach when it came to managing the province's finances. We're doing it responsibly and, and reasonably and, and thoughtfully. We're doing it over a five-year period. Uh, as we're finding the efficiencies, we're still putting 
uh, 1.3 billion more into healthcare and 700 million more into education. That's what matters to people. But there's a tremendous amount of waste, uh, and we're, we went line item by line item. Uh, the economy's on fire right now due to our policies. Uh, it's not a coincidence that the Liberals lost 300,000 jobs, and in the first uh, 10 months, we've created the environment uh, for companies to thrive and prosper. Uh, 170,000 jobs. Those are staggering numbers, Alex. So the business community is is excited uh, at our approach, and we're creating jobs. There's 170,000 people that didn't have any unemployment uh, when when we first got elected, now they do. I want to. I'm going to give those job numbers a couple more cycles before I buy in because I thought they were awfully good numbers for a, a flat economy. But one of the areas, and we're speaking with uh, Premier Doug Ford, um, you know, one of the areas of savings, and it's going to be with those teachers' contracts. I know that the ETFO has, I guess, uh, accepted the invitation to, to kind of start talking. Those contracts are coming up in um, in in August. Sick days are are on the table, correct? How much more uh, will teachers look to lose? Well, I, I can't, as you know, Alex, I can't get into the details on the, the bargaining side, but what we can uh, say that uh, everyone has to do their part, and uh, as well as the, the teachers. No teacher is going to lose their job. Uh, the misinformation that's been put out there by the teachers' unions, are, I've never seen anything uh, like it. It's so disingenuous. Uh, we have uh, $1.6 billion safety net to protect all teachers' jobs. Uh, we increased uh, education by $700 million. That's the most uh, in the history of Ontario. Uh, that's that's what uh, matters to the people. And we're, we're focusing on uh, making sure our children get proper education, going back to the basics of math and sciences. Uh, that's what we need to do. Well, is it harder or easier than you thought this would do? Because I think a lot of people said you didn't really have a, a, a platform that was costed out. You know, it was kind of a, your campaign was different than anybody's because you got the leadership late. You kind of ran on, on whatever you could get. Um, is it as hard or is it, you know, as as you thought it would be? Well, first of all, let's go back to the costed platform. Thank God there wasn't a costed platform because we found out that the Liberals were cooking the books and their estimation was uh, off by about $9 billion. So uh, you never know until you get in there and and uh, look at the books, and it's it's never easy. But we have to do it for the uh, you know betterment of of every single Ontario resident, uh, for Ontario as a whole, and to keep the economy moving. Our economy is moving because of the policies that we've put in uh, place for companies to thrive and businesses to thrive. And I always say, uh, promises made, promises are kept. Uh, we promised to uh, turn the, the finances uh, around in this province, and that's exactly uh, what we're elected on. We had a mandate to do it, and we're fulfilling our mandate. Even though a lot of people aren't very happy. I mean, you're <laughs> you're going to continue on, and the noise is only going to get louder. Well, you know, Alex, we have two choices. We can sit there and continue spending taxpayers' money and not give willy-nilly about anything, and uh, they were to a point that uh, people around the world didn't want to loan the province uh, money uh, because they, they felt it was too high of a risk. Uh, you can't be the largest sub-sovereign debt in the entire world and sit back and say, let's continue uh, continue spending money. They bankrupt uh, our children's future, our grandchildren's future, and only an irresponsible, weak leader would sit back and say, let's continue spending money. They doubled our debt, more than doubled our debt the last 10 years. And that's, uh, that's unbelievable.
Premier Ford, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. You take care, Alex. All the best. That is the Premier doing the rounds in the media today here on Point on Global News Radio.